Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joe and REI in your car podcast. Last one I did for my car, I was actually in my wife's Buick, which is called the Beauty, and this is the Beast. So this is a lot louder. Hopefully, you can hear me. <clears throat> but uh, last podcast, I was talking about this new virtual lease options challenge that I'm doing. Super pumped and excited about it. And one of the things I'd said I would do in the next little three-part series is talk about some of the biggest shifts and transformations that I had personally in my business. So I'm going to talk about how I kind of figured out lease options and why I love them so much. And it just reminded me yesterday, or was it this morning, I was going through my uh, email and I have a client, George, he didn't give me permission to talk about this. So I'll just use his first name. He sent me a uh, a deal that he's just done. He just did. <clears throat> it's cash flowing him about three hundred and seventy-five dollars a month, and he just made a ten thousand uh, dollar option deposit. Just collected ten thousand dollars as an option deposit, and he's going to be getting three hundred and seventy-five dollars a month in cash flow on this property. And I don't remember the exact numbers, but it's going to net him at the end of the day. I think it's a four or five year contract. He'll make about 40, 50 grand on this thing, which is awesome, right? And uh, I think he might have put like $1,000 down on it. So he's not buying the home, but he's leasing it with an option to buy it in the future. And just, you know, imagine doing one or two of those a month. I think that would replace most people's income, right? And, uh, you know, let's just say you did one a month like that, right? At the end of 12 months, you'd get, what, four or five grand in cash flow? Uh, that's awesome. I love it. You know, it reminds me, I did a interview with uh, Whitney, I think. Whitney, boy, I wish I could, uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember her last name. Uh, Nicely, maybe, I think her last name is Nicely. Whitney talks about happy houses and how she loves happy houses, and I do too. Happy houses are the nicer homes in the nicer areas in the median price range. And lease options are one of the best ways, if not the best way, in my opinion, to buy properties. You don't have to go out and get bank financing. You don't have to use any of your own money, your own credit. You just find a motivated seller, and there are still motivated sellers in this market that want to sell but can't. In fact, this seller in particular that George was working on, she had it listed for nine months couldn't sell it okay George got it under contract to sandwich lease option found a tenant within a week who put 10 grand down yeah come on now so that's uh happy houses I love happy houses right and with lease options you can control very valuable real estate that guess what people want to live in you know a lot of wholesalers out there, they're all going after the $40,000, $50,000 homes. And they're wholesaling these to cash buyer investors. And I get it. You can make money doing regular wholesaling. But part of the problem is with most of these homes that people are wholesaling today, they're either really cheap or they're really ugly. They need a lot of work. And there is obviously, yeah, I mean, I still do a lot of wholesaling myself, right? But I'm telling you, it's just easier when you can wholesale pretty houses, nice houses, happy houses. So think about that for a second. Hold on a second, I gotta pause this.
So when I graduated from college, my wife and I moved to Kansas City. I had a job with a really good company. Um, I only worked for them for two years because I got sick of working in a cubicle. <clears throat> I did not like big corporations. Um, you know, just being a time clock, I mean, a time card, punching in and out, corporate office. Uh, you know, you work for the middle managers and you look at what they're doing. You're like, I don't want to do what they're doing. <laughs> they're working twice as much as I am and making more money than I am. But if you look at their hourly wage and the pressure and the stress that they're putting under, <clears throat> um, they're making less per hour than I am. Anyway, so this company transferred me to a job that was supposed to last a couple months and it turned out to last a couple years. It's supposed to be a couple years. But anyway, we, my wife went with me and we rented our house out because we thought we would be gone for a couple years. And uh, the tenants were just crazy insane. I don't know, maybe they were just normal tenants, but for me, I was not expecting the hassle nightmare that it was to manage that property. So we had a property management company. Um, but holy cow, they would call us every single week, sometimes twice a week, uh, for something new that needed to be fixed. Garage door opener, uh, faucet, uh, floor, <clears throat> linoleum was coming up in one area, the uh, uh, problems with the lawn landscaping, or just whatever. I mean, like every single week there was something new and it was completely stressful. Our rent was only <clears throat> about $100 more than the mortgage payment. And uh, so on top of the what we were paying the property manager, we were also paying, um, I mean, we just were, were barely breaking even, maybe even short a little bit. And after repairs, right, uh, it was a disaster. So we never missed, you know, they were always, I mean, they were always late. Their rent was always late. But we always made our mortgage payment every month. But every month it was like I was paying extra money to have this family live in my house. Like I was, I get it, they were paying rent, but like I was paying them to live in my house a couple hundred bucks a month. That's what it felt like to me. And I was so frustrated. I said, I am never going to own rental property again. And uh, <clears throat> right around this time, a friend of mine was studying real estate. He recommended uh, some, some people down in Austin, Texas. I flew down to Austin. They were building duplexes for investors. And this guy down there, told me about a couple books and he said one of these books um, had a big impact on him and it was called Mil Secrets of a Millionaire Real Estate Investor. Anyway, there was a chapter in the book that talked about lease options. I'd never heard of it before. Got me super excited because this guy talked about how with lease options, you can put tenants in the house that want to buy it. So they're going to treat it better than a normal tenant would. And uh, so I thought, no, this is interesting. So if I did a lease option on this house, um, I might be able to not get all of the nightmare uh, headaches and hassles. So that kind of started my journey on lease options. And I started thinking a lot about it and studying it. And I bought some books from Wendy Patton and uh, bought some courses on lease options. And uh, I just kind of put it on the shelf for a while. I thought this is a good way to sell houses. So I would buy houses on with bank financing and then sell them on lease options, or at least try to. But it wasn't until fast forward maybe four years, and I'm starting to do regular wholesaling. I'm starting to do deals. 
But I'm getting really frustrated with throwing away so much money on marketing and uh, because I get so many leads that were not motivated, were dead leads. And uh, I was getting frustrated with just throwing away unmotivated seller leads. Okay, hold on. i got to figure out where I am now. All right, I figured it out. I <laughs> just... Uh, those of you that know St. Louis, I'm driving around the Babbler State Park area, and I have no idea where I am. But uh, I just wanted to record this podcast. All right. So anyway, um, the the uh, I was throwing away a ton of leads, right? And I thought to myself, well, what can I do with these leads I'm throwing away? I feel like I'm wasting so much money. And I was working full time job, I was spending about three grand a month on postcards, and uh, I was getting mad. And then I thought about lease options again. And I thought, you know what? Some of these sellers, they don't have equity. What if I did a lease option on those homes? And instead of trying to sell a contract that had lots of equity um, to an investor, why don't I sell a lease option to a tenant buyer? Why can't I wholesale lease options? And I didn't invent this strategy, but nobody else was really doing it like I wanted to do it. I found some courses, and you know, maybe it was a chapter or a module in somebody's course. And I started tinkering around with this idea and playing with it, and um, started really, really liking the idea. And there was a time when um, I was doing this, but I was only making about five hundred or a thousand bucks because I didn't think anybody would, you know, I didn't think I could ask for more than that, right? Then I started hearing about people that were collecting the entire option deposit money as their assignment fee. So anyway, I started wholesaling lease options and I saw, I've realized I started liking it so much better. One of the big things, reasons why is with regular wholesaling, you're dealing with ugly houses and bad neighborhoods, right? And you gotta go, most of the time on that kind of a property, you got to really be good negotiator. And uh, you need to go see the seller at the house, right, to negotiate these kinds of sweet deals. And there's a lot of competition for them, but I didn't want to drive into these neighborhoods. I didn't want, and I had a full-time job. Um, and I didn't like negotiating. I didn't like beating sellers down to 50, 60 cents on the dollar. I didn't like trying to negotiate and these huge discounts and try to convince them that their house is worth a lot less than what it actually was. So I did not like, for a lot of reasons, I didn't like regular wholesaling. So, and the I think the biggest reason looking back was I just I wanted some some I wanted an easier way to negotiate properties and get them under contract over the phone, and I found that with lease options it was a lot easier. I just would ask them, well, I can get you any price you want, maybe, but would you consider leasing your property for a year and then selling it or two or you know? <clears throat> and they say, yeah, maybe tell me more, and I tell them a little bit about it. And they say, why don't you come see the house? And I say, nah. I don't really don't need to, you know, if you can just send me some pictures, I've got more buyers right now looking for homes in these areas than I do houses. So, um, and my contract is flexible. So if you sell it or rent it before I put a good tenant buyer in there, you can just cancel my contract and you won't owe me anything. <clears throat> so there's no risk to them. So it became super easy to negotiate these things. And I started getting properties left and right. So my big shift at this time, this was 2008, 2009, <clears throat> was when I asked myself, why can't I wholesale lease options? And I started doing that within about three months. This was in the spring of 2009. 
Within three months, I was making more money flipping lease options than I was in my full-time job. <clears throat> and I started really getting excited about lease options again. And so that's the shift I wanted to share with you guys. Um, start asking yourself bigger questions. Start thinking outside the box. You know, If you don't like dealing with ugly, sad houses, then how about dealing with nice, happy houses <laughs> as lease options, right? Uh, they're so much easier to negotiate over the phone. They're easier to do virtually. You can do these deals easier virtually over the phone from anywhere in the world, in any market in the U.S. And I just found they were so much easier. Now, um, I'm doing, like I talked about before, I'm doing this virtual lease options challenge where I'm going to be walking two of my students <clears throat> through uh, creating a, um, going into a new market, building up uh, our systems and processes out there, and uh, starting the marketing, getting deals, making offers, I'm talking to sellers, um, making offers, getting deals under contract. Completely new, brand new market that I've never done deals in before. And I don't remember if I've ever even been in this area before. I don't think I have. But uh, it's, a, it's a new challenge and I'm excited about it. We're putting it, uh, we're putting it out there on the public. It's not free. Uh, it's brand new. If you already have my course, it's not part of my course. It's not an update to my course. It's just a brand new challenge that we're doing. <clears throat> and I'm calling it a virtual lease option challenge. So if you're interested in getting more information about this and watching what we're doing, I'm going to give you a website. And you need to go check it out. It's virtualcasestudy.com. Virtualcasestudy.com. Go check that out. And uh, I think you'll dig it. What we're going to do is on we're going to starting a new private Facebook group on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. We're going to be interviewing the students on Facebook Live in that group. And uh, we're going to be just reporting on our numbers. Be completely open, transparent, open book. Show you our numbers. Show you what marketing we did. Show you the work as we're doing it. And uh, you can watch our progress. On Tuesdays, I'm going to be releasing uh, videos, uh, training videos. And then on Thursdays, we're going to be doing group coaching calls. And the group coaching calls are going to be completely open. You can answer all of your questions. And... Um, we're also going to be um, calling sellers live. I, I, this is something that I think is really important. We're going to be calling real sellers live on these Thursday calls. And all of these calls will be recorded. They'll be put into the membership site. But we're setting this up and structuring it where you can follow along right with us. And you can actually start a lease options business in your own backyard or in a virtual market if you want. I'm super pumped and excited about it. As one of the bonuses you get my two lease option classes. One of them is wholesaling lease options and another one is called lease purchase wealth. You get access to all of that stuff that's included. So if you're interested in that, go to virtualcasestudy.com, virtualcasestudy.com. See a little video I did, talks about it, talks about the cost. It's not cheap because I don't want a ton of people in there. Uh, honestly, I, you know, because there's a lot of one-on-one -on -one interaction with us, um, I don't want to be on the coaching calls for five hours answering everybody's questions and we're also going to be answering questions inside the Facebook group so that's kind of like the coaching platform right there uh, you know we charge a lot of money for coaching and this is just a fraction of that and it's gonna be cool we're gonna also end it I forgot to mention this in my previous podcast we're gonna have a mastermind if there's enough interest at the end uh, in Phoenix in February we're gonna have a mastermind where people can uh, that are part of the case study can hang out with myself and with my coaching business partner Gavin and talk about stuff 
cool. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Check it out, virtualcasestudy.com. See you later. Oh, in the next podcast, I'm going to talk about my other transformation shift. Um, it's, again, related to asking bigger questions. And I will uh, leave the suspense in the air. So listen to the next podcast. See you guys. Bye-bye.